Hey guys, it's me again. Welcome back to episode 2 of Video Games Weekly. So, we're gonna be talking about the new Kingdom Hearts 3. So, I hope you guys are ready for the classic Disney game, Kingdom Hearts. Square Enix has released a new trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3, showing off classic Kingdom, a game and watch style mini game collection. The feature was revealed during a fan event where Kingdom Hearts 3 co-director Tai Yasu said Classic Kingdom Hearts Classic Kingdom is inspired by Disney cartoons in 1980s LCD games. In the trailer which you can watch on the internet, Sora, Donald, and Goofy are shown crowding around a portable game console, at which point they tiny black and white versions of Sora and Mickey must use platform to climb a construction site and rescue Minnie Mouse from Pete. Classic Kingdom seems to be made up of multiple minigames including one where you can whack enemies with a hammer as they approach you, another requires you to deliver food, and a third that involves moving around a table. As a giant stomps his fist and stamps his feet, it's all simple and charming in the way classic LCD games were. Classic Kingdom will be available to play in both Kingdom Hearts 3 and Kingdom Hearts Union, or Kingdom Hearts Union X Cross. At the fan event, it will also it was also revealed that 300 Union X Cross players will be selected to have their names appear in Kingdom Hearts 3 as part of the Make Your Mark campaign. Kingdom Hearts 3 is expected to launch in 2018, but a specific re release date hasn't been confirmed yet. Tetsuya Nomuru, who is directing the game, alongside working on the Final Fantasy VII remake, explained the extremely long wait last year, saying that were, there were numerous factors that contributed to it, one in which is changed in engines. We're pretty excited for the game and have put together a list of nine things we want from Kingdom Hearts 3, which includes a cameo of certain Final Fantasy Prince, some tweaks to combat, and a certain famous aquatic paradise. So, that's all I got for Kingdom Hearts 3. If you're excited, call in and we can talk more about that. Um, before we move into the next segment, um... I would like to say I'm pretty stoked for Kingdom Hearts 3 to come out. Um, I'm a huge Kingdom Hearts fan. Uh, I've been playing it on an emulator because, you know, I'm too poor to get a console. But, time for the next segment. Alrighty, we're time for the next segment. We're going to talk about the new Street Fighter V. Alright, new Street Fighter V DLC character Funk releases in April. Capcom has first, er, Capcom, Capcom has confirmed that Falk, the next DLC fighter for Street Fighter V, will be available from April 24th. Falk will be available for $6 or 100000 fight money. Inter international pricing hasn't been confirmed, but it is likely to be in line with previous characters. Falk also included in the Season 3 character pass, which also grants access to Sakura and Blanca, both available now, as well as Cody G and Saget, coming in the future. She's a brand new character to the series, but like Ed and M, Bison, 
Oh, Eden M. Bison utilizes psycho power in her fighting style. Falk was built to be an alternative clone for M. Bison, explains Capcom. She was heavily experimented on by Shadulu, Shadulu and was forced to train day in, day out to achieve perfection. Falk has the unique ability to infuse psycho power into objects and release it through them, mainly through her staff and which she named Harmony. The official description continues. Years of harsh training went by causing Falk to spiral deep into despair, wishing for it to all end. Finally, Ed came to her rescue, and they both were able to escape Shadowloo. Now, the two have a sibling-like bond, and are searching for others like them in need of help. Falk's fighting style leans heavily on a staff that uses to keep enemies at a distance. Her attacks are also infused with psycho power, which players can channel by holding down any punch button since her staff effectively acts as a conduit. These moves can be charged up and released in a number of ways while standing on a blast of psycho power can be shot out like a shotgun. In the air, projectile can be shot downwards diagonally and while crouching, Falk goes prone and shoots a projectile at the enemy's feet. This prone move called Psycho Kanonen can also be used to duck incoming projectiles, giving it both offensive and de defensive applications. Like Ed, some of Falk's special moves only require either two punch or two kick buttons. No special inputs required. Capcom says pressing two punches will result in a psycho skinide, which her is her version of an uppercut. Pressing two kicks is a catapult, which sees Falk pull vol vol vaulting towards the opponent in a kick motion. Falk's V skill is also called Trome, or it's called Psychotrome, and during it, she spins her staff in front of her. This move can be cancelled by a variety of normal moves, and can also be used to absorb projectiles. Her V trigger, meanwhile, is called Stairkin, and powers up her ability to infuse and release Psycho Power from her staff and will allow her to use additional versions of her special moves without needing to charge it up in advance. So that's actually pretty cool. I did not know that. Um, one thing I'm excited to see about this is I would like to play that sometime. Street Fighter 5. I remember the old games on my Sega and stuff. For the newer PlayStation. For the newer consoles. But no, they they kind of forget about all that. Alright, so now we're going to talk about PUBG in a couple minutes. So, for now, just enjoy yourselves. And I'll be back. Alrighty, and we are back. Uh, we are going to be talking about the, the newer Fortnite out there called PUBG. Um, so, we're going to be talking about the PUBG side of the map. Returns again tonight for some players. So, player unknown battleground, players unknowns battlegrounds 
Smaller, tropical-themed map, codenamed Savage, is returning to the closed experimental server very soon. The map will be available for a second round of testing beginning tonight, April 16th, giving select PC players another opportunity to try it out before it officially arrives to the game. The test begins at 6 p.m. PT slash 9 p.m. ET, 2 a.m. BST on March 17th, and runs until the same time on Wednesday, April 18th. As before, only players who have received the, a beta key will have access to the closed experimental server. If you received one during the first round of testing, you already, you're already set to jump in again. Everyone else can sign up for a beta key through PUBG's Corpse. For PUBG Corp's registration site. However, not everyone who registers will be guaranteed to enter entry to the test. This time, around PUBG Corp has made a number of changes to the map. Most noticeably, it is denser than it was before, with three new areas added to the middle and southeastern portions of the map. PUBG Corp has also made a variety of changes including increasing how frequently grenades spawn and making boats less common around the map. Perhaps the biggest change to the co to codename Savage is to the red zone and blue zone. The red zone will now be smaller and last for less time. The blue zone on the other hand is now will now vary depending on how many players are left thanks to the new feature that PUBG Corp says enables it to calculate and adjust its waiting time based on the number of players left alive. PUBG Corp says Codename Savage won't be ready for a full release for a few mo more months, making this a rare chance to try it out while it's still in development. If you still don't have a beta key for the closed experimental server, here's how to get access. You can see our impressions of the map in the site for PUBG. So, as a PUBG player, okay, I play PUBG on my phone. Uh, that kind of makes me want to play it now. Just to test out Codename Savage. I mean, it looks like a good map, you know, from the pictures and videos I've seen on the internet. It's a good map. Um, I honestly don't think it's meant for waiting around on. So, I don't know. Um, to be honest, my opinions on that, should they wait a couple more months for a map to be released? Do you honestly think it's appropriate, well not appropriate, but okay for us to try these games while they're still in development, but have to wait a few months in case we never get access to this beta. Take that into consideration, guys. So now, we're on to new Overwatch skins revealed coming in May for Twitch. All Access Pass owners, or for All Access Pass owners. Um, personally, I don't play Overwatch. I would rather play World of Warcraft more than Overwatch, but we still gotta talk about it. It's all things video games. So, a variety of new Overwatch skins were released recently as part of the ongoing Retribution event. Even more are now on the way, although these will be available through a different means than standard skins. 
Twitch has revealed 12 new Overwatch League-themed skins during a recent Twitch Day event. These include alternate away skins for the DVA, Diva, Ana, Zaria, or Zara, Genji, Sumbra, Lucio, Widowmaker, or Orissa, Winston, uh, Reinhardt, Zenyatta, and Junkrat. You can see all of these in the image below. All of these will be available as part of Twitch's Overwatch League All Access Pass. This is a previously announced package that provides a variety of perks, including other skins and sprays for use in game, as well as Twitch specific go goodies like chat badges. The pass is priced at $30 in the US, although Amazon slash Twitch Prime members get it for 20 bucks. The new skins will be released so at some point in May, possibly early in the month, to concede with the Stage 3 title matches that take place on May 6th. Skins previously released, though through the past, have been described as early access. And that may again be the case with these. With these, we followed up with Blizzard to see if they'll be made available in game, perhaps in exchange for Overwatch League tokens. The standard Overwatch League skins are, regardless, there are eight new legendary skins to get your hands on right now as part of Overwatch's ongoing retribution. In addition to those, the event brings back last year's Uprising PVE. Co-op brawl and introduces a new mode map and other balance changes. The event runs from now through April 30th. That's actually looking kind of cool. But that's all we got for this episode, guys. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me ramble on about the new ever-growing community. Um... If you like this, call in, see about suggestions that go on with the ever-growing community of video games. Um, I'm available Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I am not available, so I don't know if I will uh, upload a podcast on the weekends or if I'll just take a break make this a Monday through Friday thing. Um, if you call in on Saturday and Sunday, I will answer back on Monday or Tuesdays um but anyways guys thanks again have a wonderful night and it was nice talking with you bye